Welcome to the New Manager Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Nickel. Hello and welcome. I'm glad you're here and I hope you're doing well. You know, working with other humans is not always easy. And especially when you are someone who is a high achiever and who really prides yourself on doing a good job, when you start to manage people, it can feel really challenging because we forget it's a skill that you haven't done before. It's a different kind of job than whatever it is that you were doing before. So back when I was an editor, I was a great editor, and then I became a manager of editors, and that's a different job. You might be really good at sales, but then managing a team of salespeople, that is a different job. So I think sometimes we simply forget that just because you are good at something, when you become a people manager, we sometimes forget that is a different kind of job. It has its own learning curve. And because people vary and cultures, like the organizational culture that you're in or the team culture that you're in, that varies. And so there are all kinds of things in play that will affect how successful you're feeling in the job and how successful you feel you can be with your team. And sometimes we simply forget that. Another thing I see a lot is you might be really great at managing one set of people like it just works really well people get along communication skills are on point and then (laughs) you go to a different team or you change organizations you have a different group of people and the things that worked before are not working with this group and it can feel very scary like okay i'm out of ideas you know why isn't it working it worked really well over here what's going on it can feel really uh, disorienting or frustrating and just like ah like what do i do oh and the other thing that sometimes happens is if there's a big change in upper management if there's a big leadership change and now the new leader comes in and they have a different vision they have a different style They want different things from you and from your team. It can also feel frustrating or weird or simply disorienting to now try to adapt your management style and your skills with your team to now accommodate and work with a new leader, a new upper management person. And so sometimes we also forget that the skill of managing up becomes even more important as we rise into levels of responsibility in our career, because also the people that are above you that you're managing, that dynamic also changes. So what I wanted to draw your attention to today in our time together on this podcast is to point you to this idea of process over perfection. And right now I am doing actually have two different groups happening, one for a private client and then a group of my listeners and my students. 
and we've been working together over several weeks. And one of the very first things that I share with my students that I want you to know is to think about process over perfection. Because when we are focused on perfection, that adds a lot of pressure, that adds a lot of self-judgment. We start worrying about making mistakes. We start worrying about making decisions. You know, should I address this situation directly? Should I give it more time? Will it be micromanaging if I you know, tell them to do it in this way, or do I need to be empathetic and just let them figure it out? Like there are so many of these micro decisions that are happening all of the time. And when we're worried about doing it perfectly, we will often then hesitate to make decisions because we kind of spin in the what ifs and we don't actually commit to saying, okay, let's do this, see what happens. And, you know, so we delay, we delay, we delay. And it, of course, (laughs) ends up taking a lot of time in your mind because you're still thinking about it, even if you haven't decided and gone forward with that. So perfection can really get in the way when we're thinking that that is the goal, is to be a great manager. I have to do this perfectly. And I recently heard this Brene Brown quote. She is a researcher and does a lot of work around shame and leadership and perfection. And this quote that I heard her, she was talking about the difference between striving for excellence and this desire of perfection. And she says the idea that fuels perfection is this thought of if I look perfect and do everything perfectly I can avoid or minimize the painful feelings of blame judgment and shame she says that so simply and so powerfully because we do have this thought if I can do it perfectly then I won't feel bad because I won't be blamed for things. I won't be shamed for not doing it right. I won't feel judgment. But the funny thing is, is that when we are focused on perfection, you're already in the blame and the shame and the judgment because you're doing it to yourself. You're already having the thought of, oh, this is, is this right? I don't think it's right. How do I get it right? We're already in this experience of self judgment and it can be very contracted like this feeling of being kind of tense and a little bit closed up and like you have to be really careful to not break anything it just creates a really um, tense and judgmental internal environment so that's perfection And then on the other side, we have process. And this is why I love to remind myself, my students, my clients of process over perfection. Because when we do that, we're focused on learning by doing. We're thinking about being iterative. The idea that it's not about getting it exactly right the very first time, but that you will learn more as you go. It is an iterative process. It is not like a one and done final. It is something that is dynamic that you are in active participation in. 
when we think about process, we're also welcoming curiosity. Not knowing is not a problem when you're in process because your curiosity is what you will use to grow your learning. And that is a normal thing. It's not a deficiency. I think sometimes, especially you know, if, if you have been very successful in a formal education environment, not knowing is bad. The whole point is to know things. That's what the tests are for and all of the projects is you're trying to demonstrate and show what you know, and then you get rewarded for knowing things. But when you are doing something for the first time or managing a different group of people, then you are not going to know a lot of things. There are a lot of things you can't know until you know they're arising. And so in that situation, you want to think of curiosity as part of the process. Not knowing is part of the process. We don't have to freak out about that. We want to know there will always be things I don't know. There will always be some blind spots. There will always be some things that I am learning, and that's okay. That keeps us in curiosity. That keeps us in a state where we can be more receptive to learning, where we can be more adaptable and more resilient, and it keeps us out of that really harsh inner critic voice, that harsh inner judgment that tends to shut down and isolate us. The other thing with process over perfection is that it lets us orient and clarify around an internal measure of success or an internal standard of success. And of course, in the workplace, there are always going to be the external measures So the specific metrics or the KPIs, the key performance indicators, or however your organization calls them, there will be the measurable things that, you know, somebody else establishes for you as a measure of success, but we cannot use that alone. It is so important to also have clarity around what are your internal measures of success? What is your internal standard? And that will include a couple of things. That will include your own values. So are you showing up and behaving and being the person who is grounded in the values that you hold as important? It might be kindness. Are you showing up with kindness? Are you showing up with compassion? Are you showing up with being concerned not just for individual success, but for team and collective success? Another internal measure can simply be, what does success look like for today? Because remember too, a lot of the things that we get measured on in a formal sense, those are things that happen over time. So if we're looking at you know, like a project that is successfully created and launched. That is something that happens over time. So you want to have for yourself an understanding of what are the indicators that will lead up to that ultimate goal that I'll be able to measure on the outside. It might require conversations and strategic planning and making decisions about staffing and making decisions about budget 
there are lots of different kinds of things that will have to happen before you get the external reflection back of, yes, I have accomplished that. And so you want to know for yourself, what are those things? In part because, yes, it helps to create that pathway to that bigger goal, but also you want to give yourself credit for the successes along the way. There will always be moments when we feel like we're not doing enough or we should be doing more. There's, it's so easy to go into that headspace, but the longer we stay there, the less energy we have and we overlook the things that are working. And it's kind of like, you know, you, you've got so much value in the things that are going well and in the things that are working. You want to build on those and you do that by noticing them. Just first of all, just simply notice and acknowledge and give yourself credit for those things. The last thing I want to share with you in this conversation around process over perfection is also to remind you that you are good at learning. You have successfully learned a lot of things in the course of your life, some of them through formal education, most of them simply (laughs) by focusing on learning by doing, on being curious, on having internal measures and standards of success, and by being a dynamic, curious human who is engaging with your world and the people that are in it and learning what works, learning how to human in the world. So reminding yourself, you know what? Okay, maybe this situation that you're facing as a manager is new, but you are good at learning things, you can learn how to effectively manage this situation, these people, these demands, like you can learn how to do that. And I think that when we remember that capability that you have inside, it helps to take some of the pressure off because you remember, oh, right, I do know how to learn things. I am actually good at learning. And then you can start thinking and reflecting about when am I good at learning? What things help me to learn? And you can tap into that resourcefulness for yourself. So that is what I wanted to share with you today, this idea of process over perfection. It's also a way to give a lot more grace and compassion to yourself And as you do, it actually then extends a little bit outward and it allows you to not take things so personally when things are either not going the way you expected or you're feeling frustrated with something that's happening at work because you realize, oh yes, these other people are also (laughs) not perfect. They're also human. They have their own process. We can figure this out. It really helps us also to pause Take a step back, take a deep breath, and reset perspective. What are we really doing here? What is the real issue here? Where am I in this process? So remember that. Remember to celebrate your wins as you go. They all count, and it will help you next time you're feeling that feeling of pressure or judgment or like 
when you realize you're sort of delaying something because you're trying to get it perfect. And sometimes perfection is actually not the most useful approach. So this is all work that I do more deeply with my clients and in my group. I have a new group that is starting in May. So go to my website to learn about that and apply. I would love to have you in this 12-week group. We will work on um, all of the things that you want to bring. You'll read more about it there. But you know, you don't have to do it alone. We can do it together. So that's what I wanted to share with you today. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great week and I will talk to you next time. Hey, before you go, if you like this podcast, leave a review. Tell me why you listen and what has helped you. Thanks so much. I'll see you next time.